This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. You're listening to TMZ Movie Crashers. Welcome back to TMZ's Movie Crashers. I'm Fabian Garcia. I'm Paige Catton. I'm Lauren LaRosa. Uh, as you guys can see, this is our first episode back in studio. And right from the get-go, we have a special guest with us, yes. Lauren Boyd. Thank you for being here. Oh, I um, my teeth. Y'all don't remember that. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> um, lots of movie news this week. Mm-hmm. Um, Anne Heche died. Johnny Depp getting back to directing. Bryce Dallas Howard talking about the gender pay gap with Chris Pratt. Um, Sanchin Littlefeather got an apology from the Academy. Taylor Swift gunning for an Oscar, apparently. And Ezra Miller Mm -hmm. uh, has started his apology campaign with Warner Brothers. He's trying to correct things for The Flash. Um, And also Florence Pugh is now just kind of speaking out about Don't Worry Darling a little bit. That's very interesting there. We're not going to talk about all that stuff at length. I just wanted to mention that stuff to acknowledge that we're aware of it. Uh, Where we are going to start today, though, is with the big motion picture. This is our segment where we talk about the biggest kind of breakout story of the week. Um, And to me, this one was interesting. Uh, We're talking about the fact that Kenya Barris, who is the creator, writer, the the visionary behind Grownish, Blackish, and a ton of other shows and movies, he has been tapped to direct and write and kind of head up this remake of The Wizard of Oz for Warner Brothers. Mm. This news came out yesterday. And it's it's interesting because it's gotten a bit of a bad reaction on social media from what I could see. Um, again, he, he's been tapped to kind of reboot it. It's a, it's a modern reimagining of The Wizard of Oz. Obviously, the, the classic 19, I think, 39 film with... Mm-hmm. Um, Judy Garland. Yes, Judy yeah. Garland, exactly. And um, th- basically, the summary from what I could see on Twitter was that people were upset that he was, that he was going to be heading this up. Uh, and the reason for that is because they were saying, oh, wait, The Wiz already exists. The Wiz is a 1978 film starring Diana Ross and Michael Jackson, Richard Pryor and uh, Nipsey Russell and a lot of other famous people from back then in the leads. And basically, it's an all black cast from what I from. I've never seen the movie, but it's like an all black. I've never seen the Wiz. I know. Seen I, it either. I, I, I saw The Wiz before I saw The Wizard of Oz. Really? I know that, wow. There was a lot of people y'all. that said that, so. that on Twitter. Yeah. So people I, said that on Twitter. They've never I'm seen The Wiz. I'm very embarrassed to admit I have I not seen, seen The Wiz. It's set in New I, it's, York. I, like, I want to say it's either Brooklyn or Harlem, but it's it set Yeah, it's like an inner city type of setting. It's very like, it's like super soulful, very like at home feeling of like magic, like can take you anywhere from anywhere. Oh, I gotta right. watch it. So, so basically, that, that film exists, and when Kenya Barris was announced to be the new lead for the reboot of The Wizard of Oz, people were kind of saying, wait a minute, is this guy just gonna be remaking The Wiz? Like, what's going on here? So, I... I can you just explain like what why people are upset? Because like I thought it was like kind of good news and like 
are people just making assumptions? Like, what exactly is going on, Lauren? Like, why are people upset about this? Can you kind of break this down for us a little bit? Mm, I'm cracking up at Fabian, like, halfway and halfway out of black Twitter. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm on Twitter. Yeah. I think, I think more so it's just, like, um, when you talk about, like, really... So, you guys have a film podcast, right? Right. Yeah. How many of these films that you guys talk about are, like, all black cast, black leads, black directors, super soul-based? Hardly, hardly and, any, and really. Big, yeah. And big, you know what I mean? Big yeah. box office things. Hardly any, right? Right. Yeah. So, when, when we get things, like... And I say we as, like, a black person. I can't yeah. speak for all of us, but and, and for me, when I think of, like, the Wiz and how amazing that is, even, like, the Cinderella movies with uh, Brandy and yes. Houston, you know right. what I mean? Those things, they're kind of, like, you do, you put them up on a shelf. You don't want to touch them because they just like they they're, mean, they're sacred, right? Yeah, they yeah. mean a lot because they they did a lot for us. They you know what I mean. They put us in um, you know these different box offices in these different places where a lot of people said like no that doesn't work for your people. Right. So I think that people are just scared that someone will come in redo and this happens with like the Fresh Princes and the, mm. when they talk about reboot Martin even like TV shows that are sacred as well too because it's like these moments in time worked so well and did so much it's like we don't want anyone to come and like mess that up right. because we don't get much as sad as that is to say yeah. we don't but and I, and I understand that especially because you're talking like Michael Jackson you're talking yeah, you know I, mean? Diana Diana Ross, Ross, right. you, I don't know if you can like them when you guys watch the movie you will see that there was a chemistry between them right in that movie that just like well they were like best friends in real life at yeah, the time and, yeah and it came across on screen the the the, the, the best some of the best music acts in the world, you know what I mean? Right. That came across as well too, the composition of the music, the dancing, everything. Right. It's just, you kind of don't want it to fail again either because you don't want the world to then have to talk about well, here's this remake that, you know, is intended to be super black and like it didn't work because also too business wise that tells studios, well, I don't know if we should oh. trust this again. Right. And that's why we don't have much because studios don't trust what they don't see makes money. And we only have but so many stories that we have in this right. big realm of TV and film yeah. that you can even look at. Like an empire did so much for right. black yeah. people on TVs uh, with networks like Fox and things of that nature. But there were a lot of black people that were upset at empire being that because it was like this drug dealer based family right. music label rappers it was like yeah, le leaning into stereotypes yeah, yeah. I think tropes, more so right. people are protective because of how sacred it is and just because we, it's like you only get but so many shots when you're talking about black writers directors working with these big box office budgets right. and people are worried like will he do well specifically because there are a lot of people who feel like he writes from a lens that is very uh, privileged as a black person it is very light skin and yeah I mean but that's his life experience you know right. what I mean that's his it, blackish which was his first like so he had did you know uh, America's Sex Time Model he's done a bunch of other things but blackish was like his baby that was right. his first thing where like you know at that time too he had the money to say no to other stuff so he could really pour and tell his story right and I think people instantly saw repetitively from blackish to mixed ish mixed ish mm. like this, you know, uh, lighter skinned woman as a lead and right. these kids who are mixed and they're living this privileged yeah, life. Yeah, it's, it's like a different perspective within the black community 100%. itself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that, I, I mean, I don't know if that gives you kind of like a, a peek into it. It but does. Yeah. The, the, the thing for me that I'm kind of confused about or uh, that I sort of perceived from the reactions on Twitter is that people were like, they were kind of like, um, kind of taunting him a little bit. Like he's, he, within the, he seems to kind of have a bit of a Tyler Perry reputation, if you will. And I don't want to open that whole can of worms, but like, what I saw was that people were basically saying or making assumptions that because Kenya Barris has been tapped to lead up the new Wizard of Oz reboot, they're assuming 
that he's going to like make it like a black Wizard of Oz essentially in modern Which times. Which I hate because right. I didn't read anywhere that he specifically said that's his. Direction. He did not. There's no details at all. And right. I hate that. Except for that us. it's a modern retelling. Right. right. And yeah. I hate that for us because it's the same thing that like Shonda Rhimes gets right with Bridgerton. People were very and some of our other stuff that she's done because she doesn't always just come up like. She puts a lot of our stories and our perspectives and things of that in her work. She's a black woman. She's going to do that. But everything she makes is not just if if you're black, you will understand it. If you're not, we're going to be teaching you something. Sometimes she writes from a lens as a woman who's been in rooms where she's the only. Sometimes she writes from a lens of a woman who's not herself. She has other writers in the room that she's mixing around with. And I feel like we should allow each other as creatives who, you know what I mean? It's, It's very rare that you see a black man tapped to do something like what he's about to right, do right? right and granted I have a whole nother conversation about that where I don't know if like people are trying to check a box at this point because yeah, to me or right, put him in a box right yeah. right but I just feel like as a community and just as the world in general I think that we should allow people a chance to step out of like if just because he's a black man it doesn't mean that he's about to do the whiz Right, you know what I mean. That's true. Like, that's true. It's like, yeah, yeah. and I said this to you. People are assuming that people yeah. are jumping to conclusions, and yeah. I don't they like even know that. anything. And right. even if he did decide to do that, right. that w- that's his choice. But I feel like for that to be put on him, you know what I mean, and it instantly become this thing of like, well, we already have our ways, and it's yeah. like we all know we already have our ways but right. at what point do we give each other the grace to tell other stories right that, or there's a chance just give us yeah, a chance, yeah, give, give a chance. but yeah. again I think it's because we only have but so much to choose from right. so it's kind of like you have this one person in the room and the 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 room that they're in will tell you that they're the only one that can be right? right like where we work we don't there's not a lot of girls who look like me here right and even on camera there's not a lot of girls who look like me and for a while when it whenever someone new comes in like when I came Raquel was here and then it was yeah. like oh you're the other black girl yeah and then when yeah, Cache yeah. came it was like well Lauren's not here who are you and why are you trying to replace her we never put that on each other right because of the stipulations we're in right now, like when you look and see us, the world puts that on us, including us, heavily us. And I think that that's not fair because right. then you don't give the other girl who comes after me the chance to like be herself and not be me. Right. Without and any without any pre. I get re- compared right. to Raquel so much. And I'm like, but me and Raquel are two different people. Yeah. And I think yeah, that it's yeah, OK yeah. for people to allow him to step in, figure out what he's going to do right. and judge it based off of whether you think it's a good movie or not, whether it's right. not black enough for you, because it's the Wiz. I mean, it's the Wizard of Oz. He's right. not tapped to do the black version. Right. Yeah. And, and people would have a problem with that if he was. It'd be like, oh, they only hired him because they need a new black version because yeah. it's woke culture. I, I don't know. I just feel like it's kind of unfair of us. It, first of all, us who should understand why we should give him the chance and it's unfair of the world to kind of like close him out before he's even got the shot. But I also understand it because right. his writing as a as a writer and director, the things that he's put his name on the biggest, like the black issues, yeah. the blackest fuck. Girls trip. Yeah. yeah. But even with girls trip, I feel like a lot of people don't really know how involved he was with the girls trip. He's right. told it more for black as fuck in the black issues and the mixed mixed issues. Mm-hmm. And people had issues most with those those shows because they felt like again this was a black perspective that they felt like was like playing into like a white stereotype Mm. but for real it's like all black people don't like there are black people who live a certain lifestyle you know what I mean and there are black people who live other lifestyles and it's okay to show it all right 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 period so I guess 
bottom line before we close this segment out yeah. uh, is are you excited about the fact that Kenya is going to be leading the new Wizard of Oz reboot like are, is that in and of itself that, does that news kind of excite you I'm gonna support it I'm gonna go and see it I don't know if I'm excited about it because okay. again because of his brand as a writer I just don't I don't is know is it too corny for you kind of his his style is very like like he breaks the fourth wall it's yeah, very dry yeah. comedy um, I just don't know how that's gonna work in something like The Wiz right but I would be excited to go as a creative and a person that like is interested in storylines you know what I mean yeah. to go and see him tr- like maybe there's a side of him I don't know as a, right. as a writer or director right, I just he, haven't you're paid right, attention he, to he's mostly a comedy guy thus yeah, far so, this is kind of like a it's a it's a classic Hollywood movie it's, it's it'll be interesting to see what he does with it yeah I'm excited sure. to go and see it and, and kind of give him the shot but I don't know I'm, okay. a, I'm a little bit nervous I'm not even gonna hold you I'm excited for him I uh-huh. hope that he does well yeah. you know what I mean but I'm just like I don't know and that's why people are kind of like ugh yeah, yeah, yeah I like, understand it's just like do we want a, a mixed-ish version of The Wiz like do right. we want like you trying to like cause his background is interracial family it's like yeah. so is that gonna come into play do we have to talk about race in this new one Like, that, and that's, and that's the, the last point I'll make um, about this real quick is that I think there's there's assumptions being made from like the public right about him and what he's gonna do with it but I also think that there's something going on there's this unspoken pigeonholing that's happening at the Hollywood studio level. Like, yeah. for example. They got to check the box. Exactly. Like, yeah. they, they hire a black director or something like that. They're like, okay. Like, they're hiring them. And I think, whether it's spoken or not, they're hiring them with the notion of like, okay, he, we're gonna, he's going to do like a black version of something. Or he's going to... But it's like, can a, can a black director just make a movie? No. It doesn't, can it just not have to be... Can it just be... Can a, can a black guy make Forrest Gump? Yes! He, uh, you no, know what I'm saying? They, like, yeah, they can, but especially today, no, they cannot because yeah. because the studios there's so are much still identity stuck, politics. The studios are still stuck in like, well, we have a John Singleton for Boys in the Hood, and then we have a Steven Spielberg. Right. That's where we still are. I don't yeah, care how, what anybody says because right. even the stuff that they normally bring the black directors and writers on for there is always that they're trying to put them in this little need, corner of like you just make guy, these type of movies need, you just make yes, this yeah, and yeah yeah it's like I understand that you need the right people talking and speaking on certain of things of course of course however we need to give each other the grace internally as a community to, to do more than that and then the, the studio also don't understand they need to like I can't just hire you to only talk about people who wear denim shirts <laughs> yeah like you know what I mean you'd be like yo what's going on you would speak out about it right because you right, can right. a lot of that's true like a lot of like you look at Issa Rae uh, you know what I mean right until they get to a certain point you can't say anything because you just need to eat you know right, what I mean so then right. you are stuck in that and that, that's yeah. what happens so like to answer your question no but that's what I'm saying that's what the whole point of my conversation is it should be that way right so let's give each other the grace and if he does bad we review it if he does well we support it right on his merit yeah 100% so right. thank you that was, thank that you was so much that was a great conversation that was awesome it was yeah. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. That was a great conversation with Lauren. We thank her for her contribution. Uh, And with that, we're going to transition to our next segment, the Hollywood Hoedown. Oh, wee! 
bullshit. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, this is where we talk about the sort of smaller breakout movie stories of the week. Yeah. And we've got to talk about The Rock. And we got to talk about what he said about Black Adam and Shazam. Uh, he gave this interview to Vanity Fair last week. And it kind of went under the radar. And it got picked up over the weekend. And basically what he said was this. And I'm going to summarize because I don't want to pull quotes or anything like that. But he basically said that Black Adam which is his superhero slash anti-hero slash villain kind of a character, which is getting its own movie. Obviously, it's coming out in September. Uh, Black Adam, which is in the Shazam larger universe, which I was unaware of, by the way. Uh, shame on me. Um, he said Black Adam was actually written into the original Shazam script from like three, four years ago yeah. or whatever it was, right? And that when he was first approached to portray Black Adam, he got the Shazam script. He, his character, Black Adam, was written into that script. He was going to be the villain. It was going to be the villain, Shazam essentially, movie, yeah. opposite Shazam, which is Zachary Levi. Yeah. And he was reading it, and The Rock basically said, no, 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 I'm sorry, that's not going to work. Like, I, Black Adam deserves his own his own story, his mm-hmm. own movie, and this is doing a disservice to Black Adam, the character. So basically, The Rock went and lobbied Warner Brothers, made some phone calls, expressed his views and said, hey, I really think this is not the way to go. You know, like Shazam should have his own origin story movie. Black Adam should have his own origin story movie. And if you guys want to meet, make the meet in the middle somewhere down the line and fight later, that's fine. But for start to start, let's let's separate them. And and they they bent to his wishes. They basically said, yeah, let's do it. So obviously that, you know, The Rock got his way in the end. But when he said this over the weekend, there was a reaction on Twitter basically saying, Comic nerds were kind of scratching their heads about his rationale and his justification, which to a lot of people didn't really make sense because he was they were saying, wait, what are you talking about? Like Black Adam is literally you could argue he's like the arch nemesis of Shazam, like Joker to Batman. Exactly. He's like the Joker to Batman. And even though the Joker has since like in recent years gotten his own film, obviously with Joaquin Phoenix. With Jack how many, Nich- how many yeah. Jokers have there been? That's what I'm saying. There's been a lot, but with Jack Nicholson and Michael Keaton from the very first Batman movie, you'll recall uh, Joker's origin story is included and weaved in with Batman's origin story. They're in the same exact movie. So, and that's been, I, I can't, I'm not going to pull examples, but that has been done a lot of times where there's yeah. like a signature bad guy, signature superhero, and both are introduced in the same movie. It's not outside the realm of, of re- it, that happens all the time, frankly. So the fact that The Rock insisted on getting his own movie. People are kind of like raising an eyebrow to him. Funny, he, he's known for the raise, the eyebrow raise himself. <laughs> but people are kind of raising an eyebrow to him saying, you this is a little bit of a, a vanity flex from you. Like this is ego showing. Mm-hmm. The fact that you, and, and The Rock has defended himself and basically said, no, 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 no. It's all about the the, the It'd char- be a disservice. It'd be a disservice. Yeah. He, he really basically just doubled down and said, no, this is, this is for the character. This is really for the character. I was really trying to do I was trying to do justice for the character, really trying to hedge it on the character and make it seem like, no, Black Adam really is this bigger character than Warner Brothers had initially planned for, apparently. That's his, like, on-the-surface defense. I'm going to quickly jump in and just say I think it's bullcrap. I think he's just saying that. It's a good cover. His his defense is a good cover. Like, oh, no, I really wanted to service the character, yada, yada, yada. Even if he actually feels that way, I still think it's a, it's a cover. I do think this, was, this came down to ego for him, at least in part. Um... He's the rock. But the thing is, even if it did come down to ego, even if it was ego driven and it was vanity and he was like, no, screw this. If I'm going to play Black Adam, I want my own goddamn movie. Even if he was even thinking that somewhere in his subconscious or in the forefront of his conscious, it doesn't matter. 
I support that. Mm-hmm. I'm all for that. Like, dude, you're the rock. You're an A-list celebrity. If there's anybody who can be vain and and have every reason to be vain, it's you. Like, don't be ashamed. I wouldn't be ashamed of that. Like, if I was an actor of that caliber and something like this went down, I would own it and be like, yeah, I did demand my own movie because I I deserve my own movie. I'm that guy. Yes. And other, there's other arguments that... Dwayne would have overshadowed Zachary Levi. So I guess I'm going to leave my point there and just say I totally support The Rock, even if it was ego-driven. I suspect it actually kind of was ego-driven, whether it was in full or in part, who knows. But if it was, so what? So what? So that's kind of my thing. What, what do you, where do you land on it? I actually agree with that. Okay. I mean, honestly, like we don't know exactly for sure, like really what was going on in his head. Right. But it does seem like maybe there was some ego involved. But like you had mentioned, so we were talking about this and you were like, most actors do have ego. A lot of actors do have egos. Mm. And someone like him, I feel like he has at this point in his career now that like he could literally, he's at the point where he can just be like, I want my own movie. And yes. that's the deal. And yeah. like, I think that's totally fine. When I it agree. Comes, if it was someone else, like not in his level, I think that'd be like, mm, you, mm, that's not okay. True. But for him, I feel like, yeah, who cares? Like he wanted his own movie and he got his own movie. Right. When it comes to... And by the way, Warner Brothers, they obviously thought that was the right way to go too. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No one um, had a gun to their head. No, of course. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we. Well, I'm assuming there wasn't a lot of pushback. I don't know why any studio would be like, mm, sorry, The Rock, you're not going to get your own movie. True, 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 um, true. But who knows? Really, what goes, goes on behind closed doors. But right. When it comes to Shazam, I mean, I agree that I think that The Rock totally would have overshadowed Zachary Levi. Yeah. By the way, I really enjoyed Shazam. It was like, I liked it way more than I thought I would. I mm. kind of watched it like last year. so a little, a little late because it came out in 2019. Right. Um, but I will say that I thought about this and the film is like, I really wonder what the original script had involved mm. because Shazam is like the the tone of it is like more like it's about family and it's like more fun. It's light. It's, not, it's light. There's yeah. a lot of light humor. And then Black Adam um, and the Rock and is very dark. It does seem very like, dark. And so I was wondering, I mean, they, I guess, I guess in the, um, in the comic books, they actually get their powers from like the same, like the, the wizard, wizard or whatever. Right. But I'm very interested um, if that was like, was the original Shazam's darker or like mm. it wasn't still lighthearted because maybe that was part of it. Maybe he didn't want to be in like a, maybe it was a too kid corny. kind of movie. Yeah. yeah to I agree. start. So, cause yeah. I, cause I, that would not have fit like the black Adam, what we've seen from trailers, that would not have fit in the first Shazam. Right. Because the black Adam character at his heart is a, is a, he's an anti-hero. He goes around, he has, they, they both Shazam and black Adam have Superman like powers. And yeah. Black Adam goes around killing people. Like he doesn't care. Yeah. So I agree. Like jamming him into the Shazam movie, which is very light and funny. It just it's like a not, comedy really. It you is, know? It's so funny. And yeah. I don't think, and I, it would not have worked together. So, no. but I mean, down the line, I'm interested to see like how they're going to have them together. Sure. Cause they are. Um, and black Adam was teased in the original Shazam. Like he, I think like it wasn't, he wasn't name dropped, but he was in fact teased yeah. like, Oh yeah, I mistakenly give, gave these powers to someone else and it didn't go well kind of thing you know yeah. what I mean so he was teased so I think that like you know when it comes people just like let the rock he, he got his movie let's just right. see how the movie goes and then if you want to criticize it then criticize it then but for now just the movie's coming out and let's let's let see him, if, yeah let's and, see and, how, and the last how thing how I'll goes. say is if it flops obviously it'll have been a mistake yeah you know I'm gonna go see it myself but you're yeah. right we should just kind of let it come out let's yeah. criticize it on its own merits and yeah. we'll see what comes of it so yeah. With that, uh, we are going to go ahead and move on to our next segment, and I'm very excited about this one. Yes, me too. Uh, this is What'd You See, What'd You Think, and we have got to talk about Bodies, 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 which is so which good. the latest A24 film, which came out this weekend. We both Nationwide, saw, yeah. We both saw it. Um, it stars Pete Davidson, and I know Pete Davidson is billed as like a lead in the movie. And he's, was he top toward the top bill? Yeah, he kind of was. I mean, he as from all the marketing posters and things like that I saw, Pete Davidson's face was definitely plastered somewhere toward the front. And 
spoiler alert, he is really not in the movie all that much. I'm not yeah. going to just... Yeah, this is a spoiler filled, by the way. It's a little bit. I'm not going to disclose too, too much, much about what but. happens, but uh, he is really not heavily featured in the film. Um, I'm just going to start out... I, I want to talk about Pete in a second, but I'm going to talk bigger picture about the movie. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I loved it, and I got to be honest, going into it, I already kind of had a, a grimace on my face, like, ah, this is going to be a stupid movie from the trailer and everything. And Because basically what the movie is about is... Gen Zers. It literally is. It's like young 20-somethings to mid-20-somethings. And they're they're like the party types. They're doing drugs. They're in like some yeah. kind of house together. There's some kind of big storm. They're playing some kind of like killer, game. kind of killer. It's guess like who, werewolf mafia. Yeah, like, body, guess body, who body. the killer game is kind yeah. of thing. All of a sudden, people actually start dying. dying. So they're trying to figure out who's the killer. It's like a murder mystery right. or comedy and, and slasher. Yes, and, it looked yeah. like a mix of things. For and sure. I going into the movie, I was already kind of like groaning like, God damn, what is this movie going to be? Like, it's like, it seems so woke and wokey. Um, and it it was, but it did it with satire. I poked fun at it. Yeah, it was poking fun at it. That's essentially the movie is basically poking fun in a very clever way. That I must say, at Gen Z and, yeah. and their wokey vibes and trying to be allies yes. and this and all these type of like terms like gaslighting. You're silencing me. You're silencing <laughs> me and the ableism, like yeah. all this. I mean, all these terms that are so no, thrown around these days that are trying to make it seem like they're like super intellectuals and yeah. like they're like, oh my god, so profound. The movie makes fun of that in, in so such funny. a great way. And it was such a fun ride. It was a fun ride. It really yeah. was. And from I gotta, start to finish. From so start to finish. Scene. Yes. Yeah. And I'm going to loop this back to Pete real quick. Pete Davidson, I have a, I'll, I'll be honest, I have an axe to grind against Pete Davidson. <laughs> I don't like him. I think he's a grifter in Hollywood. I, I honestly think he's been, he's been elevated so much, undeservingly so. I don't really think he's all that talented. Yeah, he's kind of funny here and there. He's a little goofy guy. And for SNL, it works. But he wasn't even a star on SNL. He was like barely featured on SNL. The only reason that he's been ascended in Hollywood is because of the women he dates, including most recently Kim Kardashian. That's kind of my my thing with Pete Davidson. Like, I don't see him as, as all that talented. But what I will say, for this particular role, it worked. His character worked, and he was pretty good in the movie. Yeah. I'm not going to say he was great in the movie, because he was serviceable. Yeah. Totally serviceable. I, I would argue that he basically d- did, in this movie, what he normally does in his movies thus far, which is yeah. basically play a version of himself. Some kind of like stoner kind of guy, like whatever. So I wasn't really all that impressed with his acting chops, but he did he did just fine. Yeah. And again, he's like not really in the movie. He disappears relatively quickly. Spoiler alert, alert spoiler yeah. alert. But... Yeah. Um, I thought he was okay. Yeah. He didn't ruin the movie, which was actually really nice. He didn't, <laughs> he didn't, ru- he didn't ruin, he didn't the, ruin movie. the movie because I was actually worried about that because I thought, like, I'm like, God damn it, they're jamming Pete Davidson in here. He's he's so like top of mind in Hollywood. That I thought he was really going to steal everyone's thunder. He did not. The girls, the ensemble Killed of the girls are, are fantastic. And I apologize. Most of their names are frankly escaping me right now. I totally apologize. But these actresses, whoever they are, and maybe you have the names. Amanda Stenberg, Maria Baklova, Rachel Sennett, Chase um, Wonders, yes. Lahaila Harold, and oh, and oh, Lee Pace was Greg. Yes, yeah, Lee Greg. Pace, yeah. and even Greg was great too, yeah. frankly. But the girls, <laughs> yeah. the ensemble, of the girls were the so girls, damn yeah. impressive. Like, because they basically what the movie's about. Without getting too into it, it's about this friendship. They yeah. they have history together as friends. And it's all about this bad blood that exists beneath, between them yeah. that gets surfaced amid this crisis yeah. about people getting killed and whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. And it all surfaces and it boils over. They're shouting matches. They're basically 
it's a volcano of like emotions that they're finally just letting each other know how they yeah. actually feel about one another like and everything, everything, like, every little fucking grudge like, they hold yes. against each other. It is, and it's it's so like when you're watching it unfold. Whoever wrote this movie, oh, the writing fan, is amazing, is, is fantastic. It's like they sna- have it so snappy, like it is. You did this and this and this yes. and this, and the way they say it, and it sounds like, natural too. Yes. So that's kind of where I'm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass it off to you on your thoughts, but that's where I landed. It was so creative of a movie. Huge twist ending. I loved it. Oh my God. Pete Davidson didn't ruin it, which was so I was so pleased and happy about that. Um, where did where did how did you feel about I it? I mean, I agree completely. I mean, this movie was like a bloody good time. I would it was, say it, it was, was so much fun, so entertaining. And you know, I'm not like horror; it's not my really thing. But this wasn't like it was so much fun, and it was a murder mystery. And you were like, you know, you're just always wondering like who's the killer and what's going on and why why and who's everyone was sus. Everyone sus. Yes, why they is, were. Why is um and who's hooked up with who and right. who hates who and right. who's 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 gay. whose motives like what's yeah. going on? Yeah. Right. No, it's just and yeah, and, it's unraveling. And yes, unraveling. and it's, and you yeah. just never really know like who to trust and from the beginning until the last scene you're literally just like unsure like what's going on and I thought it was and again like you mentioned the writing is phenomenal the girls were great I actually um I watched a couple of interviews and um, they improved some things. And really, Rachel, Rachel Sennett, who I who played Alice, I thought she was a standout. She in this. was a standout. She was so funny. She's and the one who has the most of the the Gen Z, uh, the, the Gen Z lines, if yes, you will. Yes, and the one of the lines that was in the trailer. I'm trying to be an ally <laughs> right now, and it's, like, it's just like, oh my god, like I, you are a Libra moon. That yeah. says a lot, okay? <laughs> like it just, it's just so. It was so. Epic. It is and I guess so of our time right so, now. It's so. It's so on point. Yeah. Um. Sorry, I said so so many times, but I think um the part when she. He says you're silencing me that was improv and that wow. line was so like you're, you're silencing me stop you're silencing yeah. me and I'm like that line was actually like used in like the trailers and Amanda Stenberg the one who plays Sophie yes. she's actually an EP on the film wow. as well she was a standout too by the way she was Sophie, incredible yeah. and, and also the other girl who played Jordan um, I thought was a fantastic yes. actress she's like my awesome. god I want, just a she's tour a, like frankly because like her character is the one who really erupts the most I yes. would argue and it was a tour she's kind of like quiet and she, then it just like and it, but, she, but like once yeah. once stuff starts going down she takes control she's like no we're doing this and I'm yeah. like wow like that's like a, it was a tour de force type of yeah. performance from her I thought it was really good and at first such a film that was only like an hour and a half they were able to get like a like flesh out the characters in a short amount of time and in within the plot within like the murder mystery and the game and it was all so much happening at once but yet i didn't feel like there was stuff missing no it wasn't it felt it felt complete exactly yes Um, it did so and uh but yeah, I thought it was a, it was an incredible film, and it was so much fun, and everyone should go see it. Yes. Um, it's, it's a blast. It's yeah. a blast. And don't read spoilers. Don't, don't read the spoilers. Don't read the spoilers. Don't don't be don't be um don't be turned off by Pete Davidson like I was. Yes. Just go and see it. He's in there, and again, he's serviceable in the role. Yeah. He's definitely not a movie star, as people yeah. claim. He's not a movie star. They even right? covered up his tattoos. They did. They for covered the up. Movie. They did. They covered up his tat. His his at least his like, upper half. T- yeah, upper half. Yeah. Um, yeah, the last thing I'll say about Pete Davidson, like I'm, he's he's interesting. He's interesting to me because like I think he actually could potentially be a good actor. That's what I'll say. I'll leave off on a positive note. He could be a potentially good actor, but if he wants to do that, then he has to do what a lot of uh, other actors need to do, which is play roles that are different than you. Don't don't play roles that fit into the who you are. Like I want to see him in different stuff. Yeah, Pete Davidson looks like some kind of like just like some twenty something hip kind of guy. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, whatever, some kind of hippie like druggy kind of dude that's kind of the, the archetype he yeah. fits just like by his look and his personality naturally don't play roles like that dude he's doing some kind of wizards movie out in australia right now i'm curious to see what that's all about yeah we'll see but yeah he he has the potential to maybe potentially be a good actor yeah you know so anyway bodies bodies, bodies 
Two thumbs up. Really fun movie. Go and A24 it. hit so it out. Fun. Hit it out of the park once again. And yep. with that, we'll leave you guys. Thank yeah. you for tuning Thank in with so us. Uh, stream us on Apple, Spotify, iHeart. We're on YouTube. We're on the website. And we will check in with you guys next week. Take it easy. See ya. See ya. See ya.